0: If you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that a little while back I announced I was talking to investors about my startup AI box. We ended up getting such a huge influx of people talking to us that we kind of changed our strategy regarding fundraising. And we have a really exciting announcement coming soon. But if you were an investor that had previously reached out to me and jumped on a call, make sure to reach out again. I have some really exciting news to give to you. Or if you're an investor today looking to invest in an absolutely groundbreaking AI startup, I'm going to leave my email, Jaden at AIbox.ai in the description, and I'll give you the inside scoop. Today on the podcast, we're talking about a really interesting new case study that recently happened at the Wharton School of Business, where essentially they were testing if ChatGPT was a better entrepreneur than their MBA students. And they were getting ChatGPT Um, They're testing to see if it could outperform MBA students in coming up with new products. This is a really interesting, um, you know, study. I bet a lot of people are interested in. And we've seen GPT, uh, you know, especially GPT four, do some very similar things. So today on the podcast, we're diving into that, answering the question: Is ChatGPT a better entrepreneur than most? So let's dive into it. Welcome to the AI Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. So Christian Turish who is a professor at the Wharton School recently unleashed a groundbreaking experiment involving of course ChatGPT um and the experiment aimed to essentially guess whether ChatGPT could outperform MBA students in the in really coming up with new product ideas. So after successfully passing an MBA final exam earlier this year ChatGPT is now you know facing its next challenge is it actually going to be you know better, faster, cheaper for creativity? and uh, especially in entrepreneurship and coming up with new businesses. So Ter Weish expressed his astonishment at the experiment's results in an interview uh, with Wharton Business Daily and said, quote, I was really blown away by the quality of the results. I had naively naively believed that creative work could be the last area in which we humans would be superior at solving problems. So the details of this kind of AI versus human experiment have been published in a white paper co-authored by him. Um, along with Wharton OID professor Carl Erlrich, um, who's a former Wharton graduate student. Um, and then we had Leonard McKinn and Cornell tech professor Karen Girotra. So the initial setup began with 200 product ideas from MBA students, specifically designed for the college student market and priced under $50. These ideas, um, noteworthy for being created before the release of ChatGPT and similar generative AI tools, served as a baseline. And the research team then fed the same assignment into GPT-4, generating another 200 ideas: 100 with no initial context, and another 100 seeded with examples of promising products. So, com- completing the assignment in a mere 15 minutes—I'm sure this doesn't surprise anyone that is, you know, actively uses ChatGPT. Um, but ChatGPT actually outpaced human creativity, which typically generates about five ideas in the same time frame. But the speed wasn't the only criteria. The team also assessed the visibility of the ideas through a blind consumer survey. I love this, right? Because, of course, it, it's hard to say, like, which of these ideas would be um, the best if, if it's, you know, like the people running the test or if it's, you know, asking ChatGPT GPT or like a specific person. But, you know, running a survey and saying, you know, which of these do you think is better? Um, definitely is a good, uh, you know, a blind consumer survey. Great way to test it. So. In this department as well, ChatGPT's ideas came out on top. The average purchase probability of a product idea from ChatGPT was forty-seven percent, compared to forty percent, um, which was the rate for human-generated ideas. And I think what else is really interesting here is that when it was like seeded with good examples, right? Like, so essentially, if you tell ChatGPT, and this is, I think this is really important because it's going to come back to something interesting. But when you give it like some good examples, ChatGPT's um, preference raising rose to forty nine percent, So slightly higher. But I've actually seen it go much higher in certain areas where I'm like, hey, I need X, Y, and Z, especially in an area that ChatGPT may not have a lot of training data on. So I'm like, hey, I need X, Y, Z. Here's an example. Just like write me, use this example and write me something, but use all of these facts and make it in this specific area, market, niche, whatever. ChatGPT does a really good job of like, you know, kind of getting um, the concept and ideas out of like uh, out of a main piece of content or a main um, document and then, you know, elaborating or changing them to your specific needs. So Turwish, who also serves as the co-director of the Mac Institute for Innovation Management, highlighted three major insights from this whole endeavor. endeavor. First, um, he said, ChatGPT can be a robust tool for generating creative ideas. Obviously, I'm sure we all know that. Um, and said, quote, it doesn't matter w- matter whether they are entering the local business plan competition or working on the cure for cancer. It's cheap, it's fast, it's good. Um, what's not to be liked. Worst case is you reject all of the ideas and run with your own, but your research, but our research speaks strongly to the fact that your idea pool will get better. So, you know, I, I think he's really kind of leaning on the fact that you can use this to help spark uh, ideas and innovation, and, and I think that's 100% true. A lot of times, though, like we saw in the study, it, it just was straight up better. Like, um, if you seeded it, it was almost 10% better than humans, um, and if it was just going straight up it was still seven percent better which is quite significant so second he believes that generative ai tools can accelerate the pace of innovation by not only generating ideas but also aiding in their evaluation so after all you know kind of sorting through a sea of ideas or um you know trying to find the uh you know a needle in a haystack right is essentially where human expertise is very indispensable um but AI is really good at kind of accelerating everything by by creating stuff. So the last thing that he noted is that um, he really kind of emphasized that the conversation shouldn't be framed as a competition between man and AI. But he said, quote, we need to find a way in which AI becomes your creative co-pilot. Together, you can become a more innovative team. Um, now, this is, I've talked about this a lot, so I won't give you my whole spiel. But I really do think there's a lot of areas where an AI, especially as it's Continues to get better and better, will like completely take over in even in creativity and in a lot of different areas. We'll be able to make a lot of different decisions um, and do a lot of things. Now, I think you know a lot of people may disagree with me on that, but regardless of whether you disagree with me on it, the fact that it's the fact that it's faster and cheaper means inevitably companies and organizations will implement that. So whether you like it or not, it's going to happen. And so I guess at this point, we kind of have to ask the question of like if an AI is running things or making decisions or um, you know, creating content like do we need to regulate it? How do we need to, you know, address it? Do we need to have disclaimers on the, this kind of content? Like you can have all those kind of conversations. There's no way, you know, at this point we can say an AI won't or shouldn't or can't do the thing because it definitely can, and it definitely will, especially because it's cheaper and faster. and is, you know, this case literally showed that it was better, right? Like it came up with better ideas. And so, I think, um, You know, humans augmented with this, of course, are going to outperform other humans that do not have it. But in a lot of places, like what happens when the AI outperforms all humans no matter what, right? So very, very interesting conversations. I think as AI continues to advance, the challenge may not be about whether it can replace humans creatively, but rather, um, you know, some people say it's not about that, but it's kind of about how to integrate the tools into our workflows and kind of augment human potential. I think that's a conversation, but again, I really do believe AI will replace a lot of what humans do. And uh, if you if you're like if you don't like the output, it's just a matter of time before the models get advanced enough and the prompts get advanced enough and fine tuned enough um, that these things are able to outperform humans on a majority of you know tasks. I think it's coming. So, uh, of course, that's my opinion. But I'd love to hear what you think. Uh, make sure to let me know. Um, join our Facebook or Discord groups and uh, let me know your opinion.